He might be as big as a grizzly, but Joe was as fast as a striking eagle. Haida was on his back, knocked senseless, before Mankiller knew Yakikin had even moved. When the Yellow Knife cops came to take custody of Haida, they'd asked Mankiller how she'd got so banged up. Yakikin could have said Haida'd gotten the drop on her, that she'd needed him to save her. But he only stood there, smiling. I've got you covered, that smile said. She never forgot it. Yakikin smiled his usual smile now, open and easy, the kind of smile that made you feel rested. A great shot, he conceded. Even harder just going over the open snow. But you think you can do better? Hell, I know I can. Yakikin's smile got so big, his cheeks disappeared inside his hood. Watch the... A howl split the air, long and mournful. Yakikin's smile vanished. He glanced up at the bright sun, bent to retrieve the rifle where it lay propped against a small boulder of ice. She put a hand on his elbow. Come on, Joe. You know that... But Yakikin's eyes were scanning the horizon, the gun already at the low ready. All right, Wilma. Can't be too careful. He only called her by her first name when he was frightened. Joe, look at me. His eyes stopped scanning, met hers. She stared back, her calming stare. Sergeant's eyes, her lieutenant had called them. Joe, they're howling in the middle of the day. You know what kind of wolves these are. As if on cue, another howl sounded, closer this time. Yakikin's eyes snapped away, and Mankiller followed his gaze to a low line of stunted trees, jagged gray limbs struggling through the thick snow. A small shape, gray as the dead growth around it, detached itself from the trees, slunk along the icy ridge, its head turned toward them. Two dots burned in the center, brighter than the shining snow around them. Twin dancing fires silver-threaded with lines of thin gold. Wilma looked into the wolf's eyes for a moment, and then it turned its head away, trotted along the ridge. Mankiller gave the animal a tentative wave, felt her heart swell. She swallowed the emotion, kept her hand on Yakikin's elbow until he finally sighed, letting the rifle barrel dip to the ground. She couldn't resist crossing herself with her other hand. It was a moment before she could speak. Come on, Joe. It's your throw. Yakikin didn't move, tracking the wolf's progress. I don't like turning my back on him. You know they ain't gonna hurt you, Mankiller said. Might be your grandma under that fur. Yeah, Yakikin said, setting the rifle down. Suppose you're right. Might as well show you how the game is played, eh? The smile was back, but there was no warmth in it now. Need the spear, he nodded toward the brown line sticking out of the hay bale. That's right, Mankiller said. So go get it, deputy. Yakikin's laugh was genuine. Aye, ma'am. He trotted toward the spear froze as another sound echoed toward them.
not a howl this time. A low, rhythmic thudding, distant, but growing closer. What's that? he asked. Helicopter? Mankiller asked, but she already knew she was right. Yeah. You expecting anybody? Mankiller shook her head. Probably dropping off hunters or a research team. Yakikin looked doubtful. We'd have heard about that. Mankiller grunted. Maybe they're just passing through. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere, boss. Nobody just passes through. Mankiller grunted again. The rotors were much closer now, loud enough for the roaring of the turbines to be heard. Sounds like a pretty big helo. Military, Yakikin said. Why would they be flying? They wouldn't.